Can you hear me now, Philip? I can hear you now, man. I thought, well, you went yeah. to sleep in there. No, something weird happened over the weekend, and my buttons neutralized. I wasn't feeding my voice down the line. I apologize. I was saying that I kind of like Mondays because uh, generally there's uh, not a whole lot going on in terms of government data dumps, so you and I can basically uh, confab about what's likely to happen. And then the Saudis turned around and... Uh, said, yeah, I don't think we're going to produce as much oil. And all of a sudden, everything is a tither, isn't it? It is, man. I'm telling you what, oil prices jumped like crazy with that news. And um, uh, I heard somewhere this morning while I was listening to the news this morning before I came in that uh, that change could bring 13 to 15 cents a gallon uh, increase in gas prices just like that. Oh, yeah. I suspect that if you need gas, today'd be a real good day to fill up because you wait till Friday. Odds are you're going to pay more for a gallon of gas. Everything works real fast on the uptick, doesn't it? Yeah, it really, it really does. Yeah, that's the a, that's a thing. And maybe a little slower on the downtick. Uh, yeah, OPEC, uh, basically uh, OPEC Plus, the organization that includes the Ruskies, uh, the Saudis said today that they were going to uh, drop their production by 500,000 barrels a day, which nobody expected to have happen. And then the Russians said, oh, yeah, we're in on that, too. We'll cut our production back, which basically doesn't mean a darn thing, because they've only got one customer to sell it to to speak of anyway. Well, that's right. That's the Chinese people over there. They're about the only people that buy from Russia, aren't they? Well, actually, there was some bad news. Japan announced over the weekend that they were running short and they were going to reopen the pipeline with Russia as well, and they were going to buy some, which impressed our government not in the least. But uh, by and large, the only people that buy from Russia right now are the ones that can't get enough anywhere else, and that kind of means if Russia cuts back their production, fine. It means their tanks aren't going to be as full, I guess. Well, that's true. The price is going up, which uh, that uh, fills their coffers probably just about the same. Probably about the same, because people are going to buy them only when they can't buy it anyplace else. Other news tickers, just to set the table, we had a good day on Friday, probably positive results to the uh, to the inflation figures that we got at least going in the right direction. The Dow was up by a percent and a quarter. Uh, S&P was up by almost a percent and a half, and the NASDAQ was up by a percent and three quarters. There really wasn't anything else on Friday except encouraging news on the direction inflation's going. Did I miss something that gave us the big bump? No, uh, you know, it was the end of the quarter. Um, so uh, it could have been some, you know, repositioning, um, some buying into the quarter to uh, to freshen things up in the mutual fund industry. Um, you know, and, and just uh, maybe there was just some people felt good on Friday, you know. And then uh, let's face it, I mean, when we're in the middle of what still could charitably call, be called a correction, uh, at the very, you know there are bargains out there because uh, it is a simple fact that if you've got enough time to wait, the stocks will eventually go up and you will make money, and the variable is how much time you've got to wait for them to go up. So some bargain hunting takes place as well. Uh, there may be a downtick on McDonald's today. They had an interesting release over the weekend. They told a whole pile of their uh, office employees not to bother coming into work and to uh, work, work from Zoom today, and they'd let you know later in the week whether or not you needed to come back at all. That's kind of an interesting way of announcing layoffs, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, that's... Uh... I've not seen that one done before. That's uh, I guess they want to do it virtually. That way they can just lock them right out uh, instantaneously once they send out the memo. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit different. So I guess by the end of the week, we'll know how many folks are getting laid off from McDonald's. 
It's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, they're doing white-collar layoffs for what it's worth. Here, you happen to work at one of the franchises around here. Number one, they're franchises. And number two, it's white-collar workers that they're letting go. But that, that, had, that had a tinge of Elon Musk to it, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. It's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, it's, um, it's going to be, uh, I, again, I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, now all we've heard prior to now is uh, most layoffs coming from the tech industry. And so now we're seeing it uh, kind of morph over into the food industry. And uh, the Wall Street article quoted was that, hey, you're going to see more and more of this within that industry now. And that actually, given the fact that food prices have been going up, that's the input for commercial restaurant enterprises. Uh, they they might be the uh, they might be the industry classification that's under the most inflation pressure right now. Because uh, yeah, if you're used to paying twenty eight dollars for a steak dinner, and all of a sudden the input price for that steak goes up by fifty percent, the restaurant generally is going to eat some of that margin difference and maybe bump that twenty eight dollar steak up to thirty one and uh, maybe eat the fact that they're making about $4 less on it just in order to keep prices something close to stable. Well, you can only do that so long before you're losing your shirt, and places like McDonald's that run a run and ton through every day, they're probably under more pressure than most. Yeah, it did. The article said that, um, you know, that the obviously that's the uh, lower-profile folks are, are there, and so they're seeing the they they count menu items right that are being purchased and so they're seeing people purchase less items um and so they're encouraging their franchisees to start raising prices but to raise prices slowly um and, and not uh, absurdly you know going 20 30 40% more uh, give people the time to kind of get used to it as they raise the price and that, that's the challenge restaurateurs have. I was making fun of a news item last week sometimes, said the average price for a Big Mac in this country is up to like five and a half bucks, which isn't a big surprise on a percentage basis, but for the sake of somebody that doesn't do fast food all that often, it was kind of a kick in the pants because I remembered it like a buck and a half. Well, it's a challenge if you're running it. I mean, you can make fun of how much meat there really is in a fast food hamburger, but that meat's gone up in price for the franchises too. That, that's right. I mean, I, hey, uh, I remember Big Macs at 99 cents. So, you, you know, it's uh, I, I used to eat a lot of Big Macs back in my early days, but uh, I haven't had one and I, I can't remember when. I, rem- I, I'm older. I remember buying by the bag seven for a dollar. <laughs> quite a difference from what it used to be, though. I know that other stuff going on, just gossip stuff down the line. Things could move rather fast this week because it's a four day work week on Wall Street. The markets are going to be closed on Good Friday. So we're going to have a lot of movement during the week, and we're going to get some reports as the week goes on, things like a big construction spending report due out later on today. Uh, there are some movements available, and I'm seeing some pretty herky-jerky movements on the futures this morning. Well, they are. They're, um, you know, they're, they're, they've continued to fall a little bit, at least um, the, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. Uh, the Dow stayed green this morning. Um, and I'm not sure, probably the oil companies are probably pushing that up um, mm-hmm. because it's price weighted. Um, the other things we have this week, though, I mean, it is a pretty packed week once we get uh, to Wednesday. Because Wednesday we have um, ADP jobs comes out. Um, and so that's the number. Then Thursday, obviously, is jobs day. And then Friday, 
uh, because we're in the first week of the quarter, will be the um, unemployment report and the unemployment rate for uh, for March. Government's going to hold to that, even on Good Friday with the markets closed, huh? That's what my that's what my uh, tip sheet says. That's going to be an interesting day because all we'll have is a few futures trades and then the market will shut down. That'll be intriguing. Yeah, it's a heavy-duty data week coming up. You mentioned that the oil companies might be pushing the Dow up this morning. Looking at my big winners list, I'm looking at like Halliburton, Marathon, Occidental Petroleum, Devon Energy, Schlumberger, all up over 5% in pre-market trading because, well, and, uh, you know, an increase in the price of oil means they're going to do better in the process, especially the companies that uh, aren't part of any kind of an OPEC uh, agreement to cut back on production. Well, exactly. So they're all going to benefit from this. Um, uh, you know, I'm sure they're sad about that, too, Dave. Oh, yeah, it's a break in their heart, which I find interesting on the other side of the fence. Uh, big fuel, you know, big fuel consuming companies like the cruise lines, Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, they're all off precipitously this morning because, well, their input costs just went up substantially. Yeah, you think about the cruise line, the, the I mean, anything that buys fuel, right? And so, uh, trucking industry, that's all going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. My, my biggest ones right now, right off the cuff, are the cruise lines. But I suspect as the day goes on, we're going to see the transportation index suffering quite a bit. Other tidbits that I got out for the day. Let me see here. Oh, yes. Starbucks might very well have some difficulty today. Uh, they're getting raked over the coals for firing one of their primary union organizer baristas. And that's already at the top of the headline news. And uh Philip, I don't know how we can possibly go through the day without mentioning this. There's a major merger on Wall Street going on. UFC is buying WWE Pro Wrestling and United Fighting Championships, or whatever the heck UFC stands for, are merging. I mean, uh, yeah, that's, got- that's, um, that's big news, right? At least if you're a, a fan of UFC and, and WWE anyway. That's got to be like Ford buying GM or something. (laughs) We just had to mention it because it was so vitally important. (laughs) Resetting the table. (laughs) Can you tell it's Monday? Uh, Resetting the table. Update on Wall Street. The Dow was up 415 points on Friday. NASDAQ was up by 208. And the Standard & Poor's was up by 58.5. You'd almost think happy days were here again. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at this morning, Philip? Well, today it's uh, still a mixed bag. We got the Dow up uh, a little over a third of a percent, $125 right now. But we do have the S&P 500 down a little over a tenth of a percent. And the NASDAQ 100 is down eight tenths of a percent. So some big moves there. Surprise, though, the Russell 2000 is up over six tenths of a percent. So Hmm. um, that's a little bit of surprise. So, uh, So, yep. So a little mixed bag there. The other side, we got silver up less than a tenth. And we've got gold up just a shy short of a half a percent, still below $2,000 an ounce. So at $19.95, it, it's trying to get over there, Dave. Um, and then we got oil. It's uh, dropped a little bit this morning, but still up 5.8%, $80.09 a barrel right now. Well, poop. Like I said, gas up today because your price is going to be higher by Friday, almost no doubt. Uh, kind of surprising with the incre- with the news out of OPEC. The Asian rim markets were almost all up this morning.
morning at 6 a.m. when they closed. European markets are mixed. British markets are up by a full half percent. French up by about a third of a percent. For some reason, German markets are off by a little midway through their day. Getting a beat as to how to retire and plan on retiring, that sometimes feels like a moving target these days, especially when you listen to us. How do I find you to get my plan back on track, Philip? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037 uh, to go through our core retirement design, where we'll help them design the retirement they always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Saturday Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And then back tomorrow morning about the same time with a few updated reports for you here on Light FM. Thank you so much, Philip. We'll see you then. All right, man. Have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope you had a great weekend. Looking forward to this week. A little short on the uh, economic side, but hey, we'll get through it. Until uh, tomorrow, have a great day. Bye now.